Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host, El Ray, discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi everybody and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy. And I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. Good Thanksgiving. Good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Very good Thanksgiving. Ate a lot. Yes. Um, Minus the Cowboys, good Thanksgiving. <laughs> Don't remind me. Don't yeah, remind me. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Can't, couldn't, yeah. I don't know what to say about that. I know, right? Yeah. Well. I guess we got to get over it. <sighs> well, hopefully they give us something to cheer yeah. about today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We can only hope. Cross our fingers. Yes. Do our little touchdown dance. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, good Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, so uh, I, you and uh, Martinez were working out how many classes were left or something before? Yeah. we. Uh, 56 class periods. 56 class periods before Christmas break? Yes. And the new semester starts. Yes, indeed. And that's not, yeah, that's... Minus conference periods. That's actual working. Yes, you're actually working, working. Yeah. Kids in the classroom. Yes. All right. I guess we can handle that. Well, he gave me the number, I think, on Tuesday, and it was 72, or on Monday, it was 72. So, you know. It goes by quicker than you think. Yes, it does. All right. Uh, Oh, well. I guess we'll worry more about Christmas a little bit later. Yeah. Till then... We're here to talk about The Simpsons. Yes. Let's get into it. Uh-huh. And we'll be discussing episode eight of season five, which is titled Boy Scouts in the Hood. Mm-hmm. I guess, uh, I, yeah, Boys in the Hood was out by then. It was. Then. Yeah. It was a big movie at that point. It was a great it? movie. Yeah. Still is. I don't even know. Classic. It's a classic. Anyway, back to The Simpsons. And this originally aired December 9th, of 1993. So, uh, yeah. We would, we'd like to start with our traditional chalkboard and couch gags, yeah. but... Once again this season, we do not have our chalkboard gag. But yeah. we do have a couch gag. And uh, we see the family's eyes all run in darkness. And when the lights come on in the Simpsons' house, the bodies run into the frame. So it was just the eyes. They're all in the spot where they're supposed to be. 
and then their bodies run in and sit down on the couch and they put their eyes into their sockets and you hear the little pop as they do it. Yeah. So pretty creative one. Yeah. Yeah. It's an original. It's an original. So we got to give them props for that. So it's kind of like Pac-Man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they were referencing. I think so. Pac-Man was big in the 80s though, but it was still popular. It was still popular. It's still popular. People still play Pac-Man. Yeah. Well, I know I know I can get the app on my phone, but how many people actually play it do you think? Yeah. I think quite a few. We can only hope. We can only hope. Mm-hmm. All right. So, let's get into this episode. Uh we are not starting in the Simpsons house or even watching TV today. No. We are at the arcade. Yes. Which appears to be downtown. Yes, that's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yes, the good old video arcade, a staple of 80s and 90s childhood. Yes. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think these kids nowadays will ever know the joy. I, I'm sure a few of them do. There's still some arcades, yeah, but I don't think it's ever what it going to be what it was, where it was just jam-packed and... Yeah. Chuck E. Cheese, uh, all that doesn't, that, count, that doesn't count. That doesn't no. count. No, that's no. Talking about having to go stand in line and put your quarter on the machine to let everybody know you were next, and when fighting games were big and you play till you lost. Galaga, Pac Man, uh, Super Mario Brothers when they first came out. That's true. They had an arcade version. Yes, they do. That's where they started. Yep. So yeah, the good old days of the arcades. Mm-hmm. There's still some. But they're not what they used to be. No. Not at all. Anyway, so the kids, which are Milhouse and Bart, mm-hmm. are in the arcade. We also see Martin there, too. Yes, we see uh-huh. Martin. And he's playing a an, a smart game, I would say. Yeah. And the uh, guy in the video is saying, in the video game is saying, thirsting for a way to name the unnameable, to express the inexpressible. And Martin... Uh, there's a joystick, right, in this yeah. game. And there's, like, three ways you can go. And one of them is tell me more. So he pushes the joystick up. And he says, tell me more. Yeah. Uh, this was, uh, he was playing My Dinner with Andre, which is a big uh, art house movie back in the day. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we cut to Bart, who's playing a more violent video game course right bart's talking to himself and he's playing he's saying be cool simpson but be in the game not of the game and he messes up yeah and we cut to the uh, video game itself and we see who somebody who appears to be general manuel noriega (laughs) a shirtless manuel noriega on top of a skyscraper like a giant like king kong yeah i guess the one they trapped him in Yeah. yeah And uh, we have planes flying around shooting him, and he says, Oh, no es bueno, blah! And yeah. he falls to his death. And as he's on the floor, the president, or the former president, George Bush, walks up to his body, kicks him, and says, Winners don't use drugs. <laughs> <laughs> now, that was a big thing. If any of you are old enough to uh, remember the arcade games, and there was always that. Winners don't use drugs. Warning on there. Yep. I forgot what department it was, but um, yeah. Yeah, the government liked to get their little uh, promo in there to yes. make sure the kids stayed away from drugs. Mm-hmm. And so the game is over for Bart, and he says, "Oh, I'm out of money." Millhouse is like, "Don't say that out loud." 
And as he says that, we cut to some security guards in the back watching TV screens, and they hear them. And one of the guys says, Caucasian males out of money in Sector 4, go to Code Red. And we see two of them break out keys. Yeah. They, we, they have to, like, put them in and turn them at the same time. Yep. And, and that, so um, as that happens, the siren goes off, and all these red lights come out, and then... This door opens behind Barton Millhouse, and this huge shadowy figure walks out. You're thinking to see some, you know, big Mc, person. Yeah, big McBain out. type person. Yes. And it turns out to be the change boy. <laughs> and it's that kid with the pimples on his face. He's like, I'm, I'm sorry, you'll have to leave. <laughs> uh, and of course, Barton Millhouse leave, and Bart's like, oh man, how are we supposed to kill the rest of the afternoon? And this. Homeless guy, this bum comes out and says, you mustn't kill time, boys. You must cherish it. Seize the day. Can I have some change to go get loaded? Yeah, how uh, sad is that? Yeah, that was pretty sad right there. Pretty sad, pretty sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to the Simpsons house and we see Homer. And he's being surrounded by books. And he's like, ah, finally, a little quiet time to read some of my old favorites. You think he's going to read one of the books, right? But no. He picks up the peanut jar. He's like, honey roasted peanuts. Ingredients. Salt. Artificial honey roasting agents. Pressed peanut sweepings. That's disgusting. I mean, I don't know what, what they are, but what it sounds like is... Yeah, just all the scraps on the floor swept into a corner and then they press it and put it back in the jar. That's yeah. like, I don't know, man. So it's, pretty, it's too shady for me to, to even try. It's yeah. just all shells and so, ugh, Yeah. Uh-huh. And so Marge interrupts Homer's little fantasy, right? She says she has to go out and pick up something for dinner. And Homer's like, steak? And Marge is like, uh, money's a little tight right now. And then Homer goes, steak? And Marge says, yeah, sure, steak. Like, ugh. So Homer's pretty dense here. Yeah. So clueless. Yeah, I mean, like, Marge just basically told him we can't afford it right now, and he's like, steak? No, not right now. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he goes back to the peanut jar, mm-hmm. and he says, ah, the last peanut, overflowing with the oil and salt of its departed brothers. <laughs> Which, I have to admit, I'm kind of guilty of that feeling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's the last one, you better enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Or like the last potato chip. Oh, yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I do sometimes? I'll open up the bag. I haven't done this in years, right? I used to do this more when I was a kid. Open up the bag and then just kind of like smear the potato all over the bag to pick up all of the excess oils and salt. Wow. <laughs> hey. Hey. Hey, man. It was The only time I would do that is when I didn't have the uh, hot sauce. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. If you see that, if I can open it up, put some hot sauce on there, it'd be good. All right, fair enough. But when they weren't, I'd have to do that. I'd have to resort to that. That happens. I am a big fan of the burned chips in the bag. Oh, no, I'm not. I am. Uh, <laughs> I love it. I'll save them for you then. All right, all right, all right. Or the burned fry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> the to hell and back French fry. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know where you you are on those things. (laughs) Are are you with the Simpsons guy or El Rey? I I say that it's disgusting. He seems to find it delicious. Burn chip. 
So good. That brown one in the bag. Uh, uh. <laughs> anyway, Maybe it's just me. Okay. <laughs> so back to the show, right? Yes. Uh, so Homer grabs the peanut. He pushed, He tips his head back, opens his mouth, closes his eyes, and he tosses the peanut toward his mouth. But he misses. Of course. And then he says, something's wrong. Because <laughs> he can't find it. Uh-huh. And so he gets down on all fours on his hands and knees. And he starts looking under the couch for the peanut. And you hear him go, hmm, ow, pointy. Ew, sliming. Oh, moving. Aha. And and it's, oh, $20. I wanted a peanut. Then Homer's brain says, $20 can buy many peanuts. And Homer says, explain how. Money can be exchanged for goods and services. Or just woohoo, and he begins to walk out. And he's while he's walking out, he yes. manages to find the peanut, yes. but he doesn't really find it. He kind of steps on it, and he trips him up. Yes, and he lands right on his fat can, and the twenty dollar bill flies out of his hand, out the window, with music. Fly the bumblebees. Yes, and it's just going all over Springfield, and it finally lands. In the parking lot of the arcade where Bart and Milhouse are bored, sitting there, taking turns punching each other in the arm. Yes, and uh, we're both guilty of this? Yeah, yes. Uh, We're bored, got nothing to do, your friend's there, your brother's there. You're just going to smack him in the arm. Yeah. They're going to return the favor, though. Yes, you got to go in knowing that. Uh Uh-huh. That's the rule, but yes. They're that bored. Guys punch each other in the arm all the time. Mm Mm-hmm. So they they're doing this right. They're both bored, and Bart, you know, he's getting kind of bored of doing that. He's like, uh, he's like, this is wearing a bit thin. And Milhouse is like, you think so? <laughs> yeah, I guess he's loving it. Uh huh. But as he says that, the twenty dollar bill lands in the parking lot right in front of them, and Milhouse says, uh, you know, he points it out that hey, twenty dollars. And Bart's like, maybe a plane exploded. <laughs> <laughs> but Milhouse says, our prayers have been answered. And so, so prayers for money or prayers that a plane blew up? I'm guessing the money. Okay. I'm guessing. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> okay. But so now they strut into the quickie mart because they have 20 bucks. And Apu greets them. He says, hello, gents. What will it be? And then Milhouse orders a super squishy. A squishy would be the equivalent of a Slurpee. Yes. You know? Pretty, uh, Slurpee, icy, icy, Slurpee, icy, uh-huh. yeah, a lot of names for it. Yep. But Bart says, "One that's made entirely out of syrup." And Apu's like, <gasps> and all the customers are like, "Oh my goodness!" Even Snake, who is pointing a gun at Sanjay and holding him up, Sanjay joins them. They're both like, <gasps> "Also, yep." They're very concerned. Mm-hmm. And then Apu's like. An all syrup super squishy? Oh, such a thing has never been done. And Bart gets the $20 bill, pushes it towards him and says, just make it happen. And Apu takes the money. Of course, he's always going to take the money, right? <laughs> yes. He grabs a super size cup and then he there's a little knob with settings, right? He turns it from recommended dosage to unhealthy dosage yeah. and then pass that to experimental. So when he does this and he pulls down on the knob, mm-hmm. 
What starts to happen? The machine just starts going crazy, shaking all over the place. <laughs> one, of the, one of the customers runs out of the store in panic. He's scared. Apu's holding on to the knob. He's sweating. Yeah. And he's saying, she won't hold. She's breaking up. But right when you think it's going to explode, the machine goes, ding. Everything stops. And he gives the squishy to Bart and Milhouse. And he says, if you survive... Please come again. <laughs> <laughs> so the boys walk out. They're happy they got their all syrup, super squishy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Millhouse is trying to put the straw in the squishy, but he can't do it. And he's like, it's so thick. Yeah. He finally gets it in though. Yeah. And then he tries to suck the squishy up through the, up through the straw. But didn't yeah. he just say it was too thick? It's too thick. And so he goes too hard. And the straw goes into his mouth and hits him in the back of the throat. <laughs> and his glasses fall off too, right? Uh-huh. And he's just <laughs> coughing on it. He's so thick. And that's when Bart grabs the squishy without the straw and he drinks directly from it. Yep. And then he's like, his eyes start going all crazy. He's like, yeah. whoa, that's a good squishy. Yep. And Milhouse is like, what's it like, Bart? And Bart can't even talk at this point. Uh-huh. Right? So Milhouse just grabs it. Give me that! And he takes a, a big slurp, too. And he's just like, whoa! And his face starts twitching and everything's going nuts. And Bart says, okay, we're, we're young, rich, and full of sugar. What can we do? And Milhouse says, not Thrillhouse, says, let's go crazy, Broadway style! Yes, this is Milhouse, not Thrillhouse. Yeah, no. What little kid says Broadway style. Yes. So they have their little Broadway show. Springfield, Springfield, it's a hell of a town. The schoolyard's up and the shopping mall's down. The stray dogs go to the animal pound. Springfield, Springfield. Springfield, Springfield. And then they get joined by a sailor who goes, New York, New York. And Bart stops and says, New York is that away, man. Now, I'm going to assume... That we're north, south, east, west. Of yes. Uh-huh. Which means that, okay, at least we know that Springfield is west of New, New York. York. So now we know that, I think. Somewhere west of New York. Yes, somewhere west of New York. And they all sing at the end, It's a hell of a town. Of course, in true Broadway style. Uh-huh. And they do have a hell of a time. Yes, they do. Right? They do all these sorts of things that little kids with sugar and money would like to do. Like what? Mm-hmm. They go to a skate park. Of course, that's where Bart wants to go. Uh-huh. And there's a man in a suit holding a skate for a skateboard for his approval to go use. Uh-huh. Right? And then they go to the VIP video game room. Millhouse is playing two games at the same time while uh, he's being... Uh, Somebody's holding up a drink. Yes, the garçon. The garçon. Garçon. Uh-huh. Garçon means boy. <laughs> yes, it does. Where'd you learn that from? <laughs> I took French at La Porter. Oh, okay. I learned that from Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that scene? Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> the waitress comes up because uh-huh. he calls her the garçon. Garçon means boy. <laughs> Love that. Anyway, we I digress. Mm-hmm. Okay, and so... They go see a musical next, which is, oh my goodness, they go see Cats for some reason. I blame Millhouse for that one. Yeah, well, we don't know for sure, but 
They're all prancing around on stage, and Bart gets a little bit of the squishy and shoots it like a spitball, and you just hear the cats go, like actual cats. Uh, then they go and they buy uh, this bubblegum chewing product thing. and <laughs> Toothless Joe? Yeah. And they both blow this huge bubble, and it bursts. And it's so big, it covers both of them. Yes, and all this pink gum, right? Mm-hmm. And as that happens, apparently Homer is just happens to be walking by, and he sticks his finger in it, and he puts it in his mouth, and he goes, Mmm, free goo. How disgusting is Homer? Yeah, he's really gross in this episode in I, particular. He, yeah, I mean, like, um, pressed peanut sweepings. Free goo. Yeah, and he's trying to get that peanut from under the couch to yeah, eat. Exactly. Are you going to eat anything that you get from under, under the, the couch? Under the couch, no. Hell no. No, no. I don't care if it's three seconds, one second. No. Ten, Going no. under the couch, that's it. That's no man's land. Yep. And so we, we're still with the boys, and they are at the 24-hour rub-on tattoo parlor. And they're walking out, and Bart's got his cobweb and his bat and a snake and Millhouse has a woman <laughs> on his right arm uh, and a globe and a skull all in his yeah in his stomach uh huh and then this is when we see Barney walking behind them yeah and uh he grabs their drink right cause the boys are so all hopped up on sugar mm-hmm. he grabs their drink and he takes a sip he's like I don't know where you magic pixies came from but I like your pixie drink <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so they're, you know, seeing things now. We see like this weird uh, montage of like Apu laughing. Mm-hmm. And um, what is it? Uh, the stores are going to models and model decals. Uh-huh. The triple G rated movie theater. What is this like Disney Plus or I something? Don't, I don't know. <laughs> so just signs, bootleg uh-huh. records, all night arcade. Um, what was the other one? Booking and battling. Out of all these different things, right? Yeah. All these They're spinning around, right? So apparently they're going to all these places. So next thing we know, Bart's waking up in his room, in his house. And he's under a blanket. He's like, oh, my head. <laughs> he's got a sugar hangover. Uh-huh. And Lisa's there and she says, tisk, tisk, tisk. The remorse of the sugar junkie. Bart's like, oh, I don't remember anything. Lisa goes, really? Not even this? And as she says it, she pulls the covers off of Bart. And Bart is in a uniform. And he's like, ah! Oh no, I must have joined the junior campers. And Lisa says, the few, the proud, the geeky. And she laughs at him. (laughs) And Bart's like, boy, a man on a squishy bender can sure do some crazy things. Yep. So the junior campers... If you don't know, of course, of the version of the Boy Scouts in The Simpsons. Yep. And we cut to Barney, who's asleep on a boat, and he wakes up, and he's on, what is it, on sacks of uh, baklava? Yeah. <laughs> and he's wearing the sailor shirt, and he just wakes up and says, uh-oh, not again. <laughs> How many times has he been... Uh, Who knows, man. You look like a merchant marine there. For- yeah, he did. <laughs> So, next thing we know, we're at the breakfast table, and Bart is trying to come to grips with what he did. Yes. He's like, okay, look, I made a terrible mistake. I wandered into the Junior Camper Recruitment Center, but what's done is done. I made my bed, 
And now I've got to weasel out of it. And Marge jumps in and she says, I know you think the junior campers are un- square and uncool, but they also do a lot of neat things, like sing-alongs and flag ceremonies. <laughs> yeah, that's not neat at all. Yeah, no. Uh, guys, uh, yes, I was in the army, but uh, I could do with all the... I could do without all the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> anyway, so back to this, right? And, and Homer's like, Marge, don't discourage the boy. Weaseling out of things is, is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals. Except the weasels. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Homer's logic. Mm-hmm. And so we get back to Springfield Elementary now. And Bard's... He has a solution to his problem. He says, all I got to do is take this uniform back after school. And Milhouse is like, you're lucky. You only joined the junior campers. I got a dirty word shaved into the back of my head. And as that happens, as he's saying that, Principal Skinner's walking by and he gasps. He's like, what is it with you kids in that word? I'm going to shave your head bald, young man, until you learn that hair is not a right. It's a privilege. <laughs> so we saw the, the nom come out right there and see more for a second. Yep. Um, do you think it was one of the four-letter words? Maybe. Could be. I, I think so. If Skinner's going to get that torqued, it could be. I think it is. Yeah. And so we cut to Nelson, and he... <laughs> He's looking at Bart and he says, what's in the bag, wuss? And he grabs it and he pulls out the uniform and says, oh, look, campers, pampers. And as he's doing that, Dolph, Jimbo, and Kearney appear also. And they start to throw his uniform back and forth and say, keep away. And, and Bart's yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Because he doesn't really care. He wants to quit the junior campers mm-hmm. and he just walks away. And Jimbo gets in front of him and says, you better pretend you want your uniform your uniform back, twerp. Oh, and, my goodness. And Bart's like, okay. right? Oh, no. Woe is me. My precious uniform. <laughs> he was being very sincere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And so we cut to class. We were in Miss K's class. Mm-hmm. And she tells the students, right? She's like, guess what, class? And then Martin's like, time for a surprise quiz? And, oh my goodness. And Miss K says, well, that's not what I was going to say, but it's a good idea. Ha! This is why Martin gets Um, wedgies all the time. Gets, uh, what do you call those, uh, purple nurples, uh, swirlies. Yeah, all those things. Martin deserves every one of those. So Edna says, "Take take out a sheet of paper, books under your desk. And Warren starts whining. He's like, I'm supposed to... I've got, I'm supposed to. And then Miss K's like, oh, Warren, I nearly forgot. All junior campers are expe- are excused to attend their patrol meeting. And Bart's eyes open real wide, right? And he starts putting on his uniform real quick. And he said, oh, Miss Krabappel, I- I'd love to stay, but this uh, uniform carries certain responsibilities. <laughs> <laughs> and Nelson's like, hey, look, Sergeant Dork. <laughs> And Bart walks out and looks at Nelson and says, enjoy your test. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Bart got the better of him on that one. Mm-hmm. And so Bart's walking up to the door and it says, Junior Camper's Meeting Room. And it says, not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America. So I want to be clear. 
So they don't get so they don't get yeah. sued, right? <laughs> so Bart walks in and says, "Hello, alternative to testing." And he sees Ned flying. He's like, "Oh." And it's Ned, and he's like, "Well, it's Bart Simpson. Come on in. You're just in time for SpongeBob the Old Folks Day." Oh, uh, and then we're treated to the sight of Jasper sitting in a wooden bucket. Hopefully the wooden bucket's full and the suds stop yeah. the kids from... Uh, Seeing anything terrible? Yeah. And uh, and he, Jasper says, help yourself, but just stay above the equator. Uh, it's so gross. Uh, so gross to think about this. The, oh my goodness. So uh, Bart freaks out. He screams, tries to run out. He, he slams the door behind him, but his uh, handkerchief what do yeah. you call those things? Ascots? Ascots, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was caught by the door, and he slammed back into the door. Yeah. And uh, so he passes out, right? Chucks the air out of him. He comes to, he hears Ned saying, Now, just breathe into him every three seconds. Make sure you form a tight seal around his mouth. And we see this kid uh, kind of like doing what Ned says. And Bart wakes up at this time, right? Yeah. And he sees this kid lean down. And he thinks he's trying to kiss him or something. Mm-hmm. When he's getting mouth to mouth, he's kicking and screaming. And he pushes the kid off of him. Yeah. And the kid turns to Flanders. He says, uh, should I keep doing it? Like, this is a kid. Uh, and Ned says. They go back oh, to did. their lesson, yeah, right? Yeah. Ned, they go back to the lesson, right? And Ned grabs a uh, pine cone. He's like, well, sir. Just just apply a smidgen of peanut butter to an ordinary pine cone, and you've got yourself a makeshift a makeshift bird feeder, sir. How square is that? I know. And Bart's just like, I'm out of here, man. He's not having it. He starts to leave because yeah, this is boring for him, right? Yes. And as Ned, he's yeah, as he's leaving, Ned says, "Okay, now everybody, take out your junior campers' pocket knives." And Bart stops and he says, "Huh? You guys get to play with knives?" And he grabs one of them. He's flipping it around. He's a like, cool spork. Then the kid whose knife he has kind of is really scared. He puts his hands up. He's like, don't hurt me. Oh, my goodness. But Ned jumps in, right? Real mm. kind. He says, oops, sorry, Bart. That's a netty no-no. You're not allowed to handle a pocket knife till you read this booklet of knife safety and pass a test. And, yeah, Bart's like, no. So, yeah. So he grabs the book, right? He's not happy. And he looks at the titles, like the 10 do's and the 500 don'ts of knife safety. He's like, ah, who needs a cruddy knife anyway? He throws the book away and he walks away. Yeah. And so he's walking home and he's walking by Moe's. Right. And he's like, you know, knives are boring. But just as he says that, a man flies out of the bar front door, followed by Moe, who's holding a butcher knife. Mm -hmm. Right. And Moe says, when I say put on your put your beer on a coaster, I mean it. And then the guy who got thrown out apparently it was Hans Molman himself. Yes. So he reaches for his cane. He's like, "You call that a knife? This is a knife." So he pulls the top off of his cane, and we see a huge knife. Yeah. But apparently, the knife is too heavy for him. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, down I go!" As the Weight of the knife forces them to the ground. Yes. Now that's a big '90s joke right there. Yeah, the uh, crocodile Dundee. Yeah, for mm. those of, for the uninitiated. Yeah. 
out there. So you're, you're not missing anything, but it's it, a was, it was a slice of the 90s. Yep. It was... Uh, how did people like that movie? I don't know. I don't know, but it was popular. It, it was, was popular. It was. So, Bart is still going down the street, and he comes across Martin, and he's outside of a bakery. And he says, oh, hi, Bart. I'd gladly share these sweet cookies with you if only you would help me remove this ribbon. And then, of course, Bart doesn't have a knife, right? But Jimbo pulls out a knife mm-hmm. and he cuts the ribbon for Martin. Yes. And he says, oh, thank you. Now we can all share in the goodness. And then Kearney says, share this. And he pushes Martin into a puddle while they grab the cookies and walk away. <sighs> Hey, Nelson probably told him what Martin did in class today. <laughs> All right, so I'm not going to feel bad for Martin ever again. <laughs> oh, my God. Martin does this to himself Yes, a lot, he does. Right? A lot of this is self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. And so now Bart's still going down Springfield, and there's a crowd of people surrounding a man who's in pain, and Dr. Hibbert's there. Right, He kneels over, and his diagnosis is that the man's appendix is about to burst. So he says, luckily... I have my trusty pocket knife. And he smiles and he removes the organ. And then this part's funny because he pulls out the appendix and he says, stand back. And he tosses it away and you just hear it explode and you see the flash. I guess it really was ready to burst. Oh my goodness. But uh, do you notice uh, no anesthesia, no stitches? Yeah, no blood. Yep. The guy just got up and started putting his shirt back on. Mm-hmm. And he says, thank you, Dr. Hibbert. (laughs) (laughs) And he says, don't thank me. (laughs) Thank the knife. And everybody starts, like, cheering. Uh So, yeah, Bart knows what's going on. Yeah, he says, seems like everywhere I go, people are enjoying knives. So next thing we know, he's reading the book of 10 do's and 500 don'ts of knife safety. And so we cut to him reading it. (laughs) The way it starts... Don't do what Donnie don't does. He goes, ah, they could have made this clear. <laughs> and yes, they could have. Yes, Especially if it's a do's, safety book. A lot of do's, doesn't, don'ts, and doesn'ts there. Exactly, right. So, things not to do, according to the book, are use your knife as a toothbrush, or in a slingshot, or threaten your cat while it sleeps. Oh my God. Yes. And Bart's like, oh, they won't let you have any fun. Yeah. And as he's saying this, Homer walks by, and he sees what Bart's doing. And then Homer goes, because he sees what Bart's doing, right? He's wearing the uniform and everything. And then Homer goes, well, if it isn't the leader of the Wiener Patrol, boning up on his nerd lessons. (laughs) And Marge happens to walk in. She says, Homer, you should be more supportive. And Homer's like, you're right, Marge. Good work, boy. And he kind of like messes with his hair. And Marge walks off. And then Homer starts singing, Egghead likes his bookie books. And you're, Homer! Just to get him in? <laughs> oh. That's such a good bird, though. I got to give Homer that one. Egghead likes his bookie books. No, well, the one before that. The Wiener Patrol. The Wiener Patrol. <laughs> it's so good. <sighs> and so, oh my goodness, this part makes me laugh. We cut the next day. We're back at the yeah. uh, junior campers meeting. Mm-hmm. And Ned goes... To uh, Bart, here you go, your rubber training knife. You've just attained the rank of Pussy Willow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, could he come up with any uh, lamer 
or rank oh, ranking Ned. system. Oh, Ned. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. moving on. And so Bart's upset. He's like, rubber knives. He's like, this place is for wimps. And he starts to walk out again. He's done. And then, then, he, then Ned says, okay, kids. Now I'm going to teach you how to trap wild animals. And Bart stops again. And, and Ned continues, this should only be used in life or death situations. And Bart's kind of like, hmm, he starts thinking to himself, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so next is uh, one of my <laughs> favorite scenes ever. Favorite sequences ever coming up, right? So next thing we know, we're back at the Simpsons house. <laughs> Homer is walking past the kitchen door and he notices a cherry pie on the floor. And he walks over to it and he goes, ooh, floor pie. And he grabs it. And as he pulls it up, there's a noose around the, the floor pie that grabs his foot, yanks him up. And he before he grabs the pie, I'm sorry, before he grabs the pie, right? Yeah. He gets pulled up to the ceiling and uh, he's not happy at all, right? No. Because- but he's still trying to get the pie. <laughs> yeah. And I love it because Santa's little helper comes into the kitchen and just eats the pie in front of him. <laughs> and then you hear how disappointed Homer is like, oh. <laughs> and so, yes, this means Bart has now earned five badges. Archery, debt collecting, embalming, TV trivia, and his latest patch, patch forgery. <laughs> and he sews it up. Why, why are these kids out there collecting debts? I don't know. Or do you think it's just for like the cookies and stuff? Or? Who knows, man. But they don't even have cookies. It's not the Girl Scouts. That's true. Mm. When I was in the Boy Scouts, we sold popcorn. Popcorn? Yeah. Like kettle corn. Kettle corn. Caramel corn. Yeah. yeah. So. I could go for some kettle corn right now. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Homer Simpson moment right now, everybody. Kettle oh, corn. <laughs> <laughs> he drooled over it. Uh-huh. And so Homer gets home. Work the next day, and he sees pie on top of a green blanket in the driveway. Yeah, right, right, right when he parks, right? Yeah. He just opens up the door, and there's pie right there on, <laughs> on the driveway on top of a green blanket. So he, he doesn't think about what's coming up next, right? No. So he hops out of the car onto the blanket, and of course, falls through. There's a pit there, and he just yells, Bart! <laughs> but then he forgets he's, he's upset. He's like, hmm, apple. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, at least Bart gave him an apple pie, I guess. Yeah, at least he got the pie this time. Yeah. And so we cut to Lisa and Bart inside watching Itchy and Scratchy. And it's called Ah Wilderness. And of course, we see Scratchy playing the guitar in front of a campfire. Itchy's roasting marshmallows. It starts to rain, so the fire goes out. So Itchy gets the tent pegs and a hammer. And the hammer and hammers him through Scratchy's. Feet and hands, and basically props him up like a tent. He even pegs his tongue into the ground. Take his tongue and tail. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so gross. And of course, he's nice and dry under uh, itchy, scratchy, scratchy under scratchy. But he is scratchy is being hit by lightning repeatedly. Yeah. And so Lisa's laughing, right? She's laughing. Bart is not. Yeah. He says the guys who wrote the show don't know squat. Itchy should have used a should have tied Scratchy's tongue with a taut line hitch, not a sheet bend. And Lisa's like, "Oh, Bart, cartoons don't have to be a hundred percent realistic." And that's so 
such a good joke here. Because they're not in the room by themselves, right? They're on the floor watching TV, but behind them, yeah. Homer is watching Itchy and Scratchy too. Yes. And while Lisa says cartoons don't have to be 100% realistic, and we look out the window, what do we see? Homer walking by. Homer walking by. So two, he's... Two places at once. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Of course, the Simpsons making fun of themselves here. Yep. So Bart's into it now. He goes to the next meeting, and Ned's there. Howdy, hey, Camp Bart. Ready for today's meeting? And Bart's like, you totally know it, Neddy. Oakley dokley. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and then Ned goes, our annual father-son rafting trip is next weekend. And Bart starts thinking, oh, no, me bring Homer on a rafting trip? And he starts imagining what it's going to be like. And he sees Homer, like, in a, in a paper sailor hat facing the wrong way and saying, duh, I'm the captain. My son is Bart. And he starts splashing everywhere. And, and gets everyone with his oar. And uh, there's two dads that are like, what an oaf. Yeah. How embarrassing. And then you hear a camper say, glad he's not my father. And Bart just like shudders. And there's another camper that's not very happy. And Ned goes, oh, Warren, I know your dad is in prison, but don't you fret. A special celebrity dad has been arranged for you. And Warren starts to say, but my older brother would like. And then Ned goes, Sorry. But I'm afraid Ernest Borgnine has already been confirmed. And Ernest Borgnine walks in. Says, hi, I'm sure you kids know me know me best as Sergeant Fatso Judson from Here to Eternity. And all the kids start to cheer. Yeah. Which we, we can't understand why. No. I don't know that show at all. It's not a show. It's a movie. Whatever it is. <laughs> no. Never saw it. Uh, but you do know Ernest Borgnine, right? I do know who he is, but I never saw what that. Were some, what's something more? I, I don't... Wasn't I, he in uh, Seawolf or what the hell was that? Oh, my goodness. I know I've seen Airwolf him in or, things. Uh, I just don't, you know... Airwolf, Seawolf? What the hell was that helicopter one? I think oh, it was Airwolf. Airwolf. It might be. But I think that's him, but I'm not quite sure. Yeah, we're going to have to do a... IMDBM later. Yeah, on old Ernest there. And uh, we'll confirm this on the next episode. Yes, too. we will. We will. I'm not going to forget that. One. Mm. But yeah, I'm like, uh, they could at least brought somebody more contemporary here. Yeah. Because this was back in the 90s, guys. And yeah, no. Mm. no. Yeah. So mm. we cut back to the Simpsons house. And Bart walks into the living room. Marge is sitting there knitting. And Homer says, How was jerk practice, boy? Did they teach you how to sing to trees and build crappy furniture out of useless wooden logs? Huh? And as he says that, his chair collapses. <laughs> and he goes, no! Stupid poetic justice. And Bart says, actually, we were just planning the father-son river rafting trip. And Homer laughs says, ha! You don't have a son. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, that might have been a good joke. If he meant it. If yeah. he meant it. If he meant that, just, yeah, that would have been funny. But he's just being dumb here. No, he did not. Mm-hmm. So Bart goes up to his room and he's thinking about this like, look, Homer, you don't want to go. So I'm sorry. He says, look, Homer won't want to go. So just ask him and he'll say no. Then it'll be his fault. And Homer is walking around his room saying to himself, I don't want to go. So if he asks me to go, I just say yes. And then Homer's brain goes, wait, are you sure that how this sort of thing works? And Homer says, shut up, brain, or I'll stab you with a a (laughs) Q-tip. The brain goes, yes, sir. So we go back to Bart, right? He, they both walk out of their rooms at the same time. They're walking down the hall, 
toward each other. And Bart, through clenched teeth, says, Dad, I really want you to come to this trip with me. And Homer, in the same way, says, Bart, I'd be delighted to go on your trip with you. And then both of them go, Don't! Because <laughs> they tripped each other up. Yeah, they totally did. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to the actual trip itself. Yes. And we see young Warren again. And he doesn't look too happy that, about his celebrity dad. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Ernest Borgnine is trying to cheer him up. He's like, oh, come on, kid. Quit crying. It'll be fun. I promise. Yeah. Yeah, Warren's not having it there. No. And we see Captain McAllister there also. And mm-hmm. he has a raft in front of him, but it's all patched up and it looks terrible. Mm-hmm. He says, "Our here be a fine vessel. The Yaris River going boat there be. And Homer goes, I'll take it. And as he says that, the raft sinks. Mm-hmm. And... McAllister says, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> At least guy. he admitted it. Yeah, he did. So <laughs> then Ned comes up and says, Okie dokie, every dad find a partner, two dads to a raft. And they all start to pair up. Yeah, some of the dads are already shaking hands, like, all right, we're good, and all that. Uh-huh. And then Homer's just like, please not Flanders, please not Flanders, please not Flanders. And he opens his eyes, and we see Ned, he says, well, Homer, looks like we're both buddies, huh? Want me to zinc your snipper? And he's got the little nose goo. Yeah. <laughs> he's like ready to put some on Homer's nose also. Yep. They all leave. And the river is moving fast. And they're kind of struggling on directing their their their, their, their rafts, right? Yeah. And Ned goes, well, I guess now we all know why they call them rapids and not slow pids, huh? And this is my favorite part of the episode. Because Bart laughs. At his joke, and Homer just says, "You are not my son." <laughs> uh, he didn't appreciate the fact that Bart laughed at Ned's joke. Yeah, oh, <laughs> it wasn't just a joke; it was a lame joke. It was, and mm-hmm. oh my goodness! And the look on Homer's face is priceless when this is mm-hmm. going on. So they keep going down the river, and Ned is going through his pack. Right? He's like, "Now, what happened to that gosh darn map I brought?" Then we kind of like pan out and we see Homer. Yes. With the map folded into a sailor's hat on his head. And just then, the wind picks up and blows the sailor's hat off into the river. Mm-hmm. And then Homer goes, uh, I don't know. Right? But lucky for you, somebody here is responsible. So he pulled out a map of all of the Krusty Burger. Well, it's a Krusty Burger fun map. Yeah. It's got like all the states that Krusty Burger's in. Yes, or yeah, all the places there's a Krusty Burger. Uh-huh. He's like, hey, Homer opens it up. Hey, there's a New Mexico. Oh my goodness. <laughs> now that's, you were saying that that's a uh, running gag in a few episodes, right? Yeah, because uh, in one episode, I don't remember exactly which one right now, but Mr. Burns also says, hey, there's a New Mexico now? <laughs> oh my goodness. I guess they're just used to old Mexico. I guess so. Mm-hmm. And so the raft is going to a fork in the river. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, getting pretty quick. And, and Ned says, quick, Homer, which way do we turn? And Homer's just looking at his map. He's like, hey, there's a... Yeah, oh, he's like, so many crusty burgers. Yeah, right? he's like, ah! He's drooling in the uh-huh. wind, yeah. And, of course, Ned is forced to make a choice on his own. Yes. And instead of eeny, meeny, miny, mo, mm-hmm. Ned goes, Matthew, Mark, Luke, 
John, and he turns to the left. Oh my goodness! Yes. Oh, right. what a square! Uh-huh. <laughs> and then uh, everybody else goes to the right yeah. while they go left, and Ernest Borgnine is like, "Hey, I wonder where the sissy and the bald guy are going." Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think they could get away with that today? No, probably not. Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. Calling somebody a sissy today? Yeah, who knows, right? It would have to be one of those uh, after-school specials. And yeah, I probably. Those, I don't think those are around anymore. Yeah, I don't think they are. Uh, and so they chose the wrong direction. So now Homer, Bart, Ned, and Todd, they go over some waterfalls, and eventually they end up at the mouth of the sea. And Ned tells Homer, paddle harder, Homer. we got to fight the current. And Homer disagrees. He's like, in a, he grabs everybody's paddles and he throws them away. He says, in a situation like this, you just relax and let the current take you back to land. So he leans back and he puts his hands behind his head. And all we see is the landmass getting smaller and smaller really quickly. Until you can't see it anymore. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, what's the rule when you're caught in one of these? You swim diagonally. Yes. Yes. You don't swim against it. It's stronger than you. You swim sideways, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, if you try swimming against it, it's stronger than you. Let me tell you from experience. (laughs) I have been, I've had the misfortune of being caught in a riptide before. And luckily, I was able to remember, and I knew that you don't go against it. You go, you know, sideways like that. And I made it out. Never been so scared in my life. (laughs) I can imagine. I can imagine. I, I think that's the scaredest I've ever been. That's probably the closest to death I've ever been. I've never been in one of those things. And I don't, don't want no, to. I do not recommend it. I'm not. A, I don't know how to swim anyway. Oof. So I'd definitely be dead. <laughs> it was terrible. Mm-hmm. So we cut to Homer, and he's having a little dream sequence. He's dancing on a beach with ice cream cones and lollipops, and he's singing. Sugar, sugar, ding, 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 ding. Oh, honey, honey. So he's going on with the song, but then you hear the next word slur while you're my candy girl. The batteries are dying, right? (laughs) So we cut back to reality, and Homer's wearing headphones, and he's like, you lousy piece of junk! And he throws the the headphones and the little Walkman into the sea. Yep. And Todd says, hey, I got that for my birthday. <laughs> uh, how so can you just take something just, from a kid? Well, he already right? takes Ned's yeah. stuff. That He's not going to have a problem taking Todd's. Yeah. <laughs> so Homer says, now I have to face stupid reality again. Yep. And Homer says, Flanders, my socks feel dirty. Give me some of the water to wash them. And Flanders again, Homer, we have to ration the water carefully. It's our only hope. And Homer says, oh, pardon me, Mr. Let's ration everything. What do you think we're floating on? Don't you know the poem? Water, water, water everywhere. So let's all have a drink. So this is when he turns around and he scoops up water from the ocean. Yeah. And he tries to drink it. And he has to be restrained by everybody on the boat. Yes. Because you don't drink seawater. And he's got the rhyme wrong. It's water, water everywhere, but not a drop to drink. Mm -hmm. Which is from the rhyme of the ancient mirror. Yeah. What happens to you when you drink ocean water? You go crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not pleasant, kids. Not pleasant at all. No. Ugh. Yeah. Rhyme in the Ancient Mariner. 
Good story. Good Iron Maiden song too. Yeah, it is. It <laughs> That's is. a great Iron Maiden yes, it song. Is. I'll put it up there, with, up there with the Trooper. It's up there, man. That's mm-hmm. a good one. And so Homer just says, "Oh, what does it matter? We're doomed." And just then we see a seagull flying into view, <laughs> and Flanders goes, "Wrong! We're saved. Sea wo- seagulls always stay near land. They only go out to sea to die." And then you just hear it go, and it crashes into the raft. Yep. And then Homer goes, woohoo! See that boy? Your old man was right. Not Flanders. We are doomed. In your face, Flanders. Oh my goodness. It's, How can you be happy yeah, about I don't know. your imminent death here? I know. Not, so, e- not even that, but your kid is there. I know. That's and what's even, worse. even Bart's not impressed with this. And yeah. he's like, well, at least Ned is trying. What are you doing to help? And Homer gets all angry. He's like, since you're all such big ration babies, I'll just be in charge of rationing. So he grabs the box with all the rations, and he says the secret is to take tiny bites. And he starts to, like, nibble out of it. And then he loses it. And he's, yeah, he starts yeah. shoveling everything into his mouth. Yeah. And, and everyone has to restrain him again. Yeah. They hold him down. And Homer starts crying. He says, why couldn't I be on one of the smart refs? I bet they're having the time of their life. <laughs> but, of course, he's wrong about this, too. Yeah. Because we cut to Ernest Borgnine. And they're floating down the river at night. In this real, like, swampy, you know. Area. Area. And then we just hear the little banjo playing. Yeah. If you've ever seen Deliverance, it's not a good situation. No, not at all. <laughs> That's a great movie. Um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend you watch it. Yeah, night. I wouldn't recommend you watch it. And if you do, I'll just, it's the kind of movie you only need to watch once. Yes. Preferably during the day. It will stick with you. Yes. Yeah. That's Watch it during the day, kids. Whew. Not at night. It's amazing how old it is now. Yeah, it is. Young Burt Reynolds and everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Crazy, crazy. So, we cut to Chief Wiggum, right, at the uh, police station. And he's saying, I keep telling you, lady, your husband and son have to be missing for a week before we can start searching. I'd like to help sooner. I would. But we're very, very busy down here. And he hangs up the phone and we kind of pan to the right a little bit. And he's sitting in front of a checkers board with a dog in front of him. And he says, King me. <laughs> My goodness. So Marge hangs up the phone. She's really worried. And Patty is there. And she she kind of like tries to reassure. But, she's, but she says, uh, but it is cougar season. And cougars don't mess around. <laughs> Uh, by the way, guys, they're referencing mountain lions. Yes, mountain lions. Not, not the cougars at the mall or not, uh, anywhere. No, not women of a certain age. Yes, <laughs> that you might run into at the gym and stuff. Yeah, no, yeah, not yeah, those yeah. cougars. Careful. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we cut back to sea in the raft and Bart says, A rescue plane! Get the flare gun! So Flanders grabs the flare gun. He points it up at the sky. And of course, Homer takes it away from him. He says, this ain't one of your church picnic flare gun firings, Flanders. This is the real thing. And he shoots the gun and the flare goes up and it hits the plane and the plane explodes. And we are, don't! So Homer says, look, we're still going to be okay. They're going to come rescue the pilot. And when they do, they'll rescue us. And then if you see a plane, just swoop by and get the pilot and keep going. Yep. So they're doomed. Yes. But just then, three dolphins swim up to the raft, and Flanders is relieved. 
He's like, here's our chance. Dolphins always help humans lost at sea. And the we see the dolphins and they're doing their little dolphin chatter. We see the subtitles and they just say, you're all going to die. <laughs> and they swim away. And Ned kind of like calls back to them. But, of course, they don't listen. They just swim away. Yes. And Ned loses it at this point, finally. He's like, oh, we're done for. We're done for. We're done diddly done for. We're done diddly doodly done diddly doodly done diddly doodly done diddly doodly. And Homer grabs him and he slaps him. <laughs> Flanders, slap out of it. <laughs> and he says, Ned says, thank you, Homer. I don't know what got... <laughs> And then Bart says, Dad, I think he's okay. It's better to be safe than sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Man, he slaps Ned a good uh, 20 times. And Ned just goes, diddly. <laughs> for good measure. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's such a great scene. Yes, it is. He smacks God. him bad. You know, it, did you notice every time that he slapped him, you could see spittle flying? Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> is going at it. <laughs> oh. And so finally we cut to the police again, and they're going to go look for them. So Wiggum and Lou are on a police boat. They're ready to go. But Wiggum's saying, I'm not casting off until the mini refrigerator stocked with beer and cold cuts. So they're yeah. not going anywhere fast. Yeah. He's got his priorities in order there. Yep. So we cut back to the raft. And Homer is putting the last cheese doodle onto a fish hook. Yes. And Finder's like, that's our last morsel of food, Homer. And Homer says, you'll thank me when we're frying up a big, juicy fish. How are they going to fry up the thing on the raft? I don't know. (laughs) And so he drops the hook in the water. Mm -hmm. And he holds a real thread. And Ned says, Godspeed, little doodle. (laughs) And after that, we see a fish bite it right away. Yes. And it starts taking off, uh-huh. and it goes so much that the thread just runs out. Uh-huh. Homer didn't have enough energy to start reading it in. Yep. And, and then Homer says, he'll be back. <laughs> and we have a little time lapse. It turns to nighttime, and Homer's still there waiting. And says, here, fishy, fishy, fishy. We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad. Uh so I guess they survived the night. Yes. Because we're starting to see fog, but it's not pitch black. Yeah. And I guess it's the morning. Yes. So, so Homer says, son, there was something I was going to give you at the end of this trip. But since we may not survive, I want you to have it now. And Bart's like, wow, a real Swiss Army knife. Cool. And he starts opening it, right? All the instruments that are in there. And Homer's like, I stole it from that Borg 9 guy. And we cut back to Mr. Borgnine, who's with all the kids, and there's a bear in front of all of them. And he's got them all behind him, and he's like, don't worry, kids. I'll take care of him with my trusty. And he reaches into his pocket, and he's like, um, uh, hmm. (laughs) By the way, kids, there's no way you're going to Yeah, what are you going to do with a pocket knife? Yeah, you're going to tickle or piss off the bear even more. Nothing's going to happen to that bear. Anyway. No, thank you. So, Dad, I'm sorry, uh, Bart goes, Dad, I know I've been hard on you the last uh, couple of days. If I had the strength to lift my arms, I'd give you a hug. (laughs) And 
Homer starts to warn Bart about, you know, how dangerous the knife is on the raft and all there. Because it's inflatable. Because it's inflatable. And he drops the knife. And everything's out. And it just bounces and bounces. And every time it bounces, it's like, <gasps> you can see all of them. But nothing happens. Mm-hmm. All right. The knife is just laying there. Yeah. But the little magnifying glass is out. And as then the the... Sun the fog comes starts through. To clear, yeah, uh-huh. the, the sun comes through, goes through the little magnifying glass, and burns a hole into the raft. Uh, typical Simpsons disaster. Mm-hmm. So Homer is just watching this happen, and then Bart says, "Dad, don't take this. Don't take this wrong, but your expression doesn't fill me with confidence." Yep. And Homer says, "The foul stench of death is upon us," and he sniffs and he goes. Hamburgers. At this point, Bart sniffs too. He's like, hey, wait, I smell hamburgers too. And then Flanders and Todd do the same thing. They smell it as well. And Homer pulls out his map, his Krusty Burger map, and he says, according to this map, there's a Krusty Burger on an offshore oil rig. And then Flanders goes, that's what you're smelling, Homer. Oh, if it weren't for this blasted fog, we'd be saved. And Homer says, never mind the fog. And he gets to the front of the raft and he sniffs and he goes, that way. Steer, there isn't much time. <laughs> so they follow his nose. Yep. And they get to the actual oil rig, right? Yeah. So we're inside the oil rig, inside the Krusty Burger. It looks rather nice. Yeah. Like really clean, really modern. Mm-hmm. And Krusty's just walking around. He's like, oh, man, I'm taking a bath on this. And this agent or whoever's there, we tried to tell you these are unmanned oil rigs. <laughs> and Krusty's like, oh, close the damn thing down. No one's ever going to come. And as soon as he says that, Homer runs in and says, Give me 700 Krusty Burgers! <laughs> and the kid goes, You want fries with that? Uh, and so, yes, they bring out this big tray of hamburgers and Homer just starts going at it. And Bart is like, Homer, you know, I'm real proud that you're my father. And Homer goes, Go away, eating. <laughs> and so we cut back. Mm-hmm. To Ernest Borgnine and the other junior campers. And they're sitting around a fire. And he's saying, it sure is lucky we stumbled upon this old abandoned summer camp. And he says, let's sing a song. And everybody cheers. And they start singing bingo. Yep. Right? By the way, this uh, old abandoned uh, summer camp had these uh, really creepy feel about it, didn't it? Yeah. Like, like Camp Crystal Lake, maybe? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> of the old uh, Friday the 13th franchise. Yep, exactly. And uh, while they're singing, Bingo does, uh, Bingo, uh, Bingo. Uh, is his name is, Was his, his name Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, we also hear. Yes. And as they sing the chorus, the figure darts out and grabs Ernest and he screams. I'm guessing it was a cougar. Yeah. Probably the mountain lion. Yeah. So, no, yeah, the cougar. Cougar season. And we end the scene right there. Mm-hmm. And this is not a typical way we end an episode. No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Especially not a December episode. Maybe no. an October one. But October one, yes. But December, right around Thanksgiving. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long but week, guys. <laughs> it, it, it has been a long week. A good week, but a long week. So, uh, on a scale of one to five donuts here, what would you give this episode? Oh, this is, uh, I would say, for me... This is one of the more memorable ones. Um, I don't know if it's perfect, but I would say 
I would say it's a four and a half doing episode for me. Uh, I would concur. Right? It's almost perfect. Um, I would tweak a few things. I wouldn't bring Orange Borg 9 in. <laughs> that's, honestly, that's the big one. Right yeah. There. I'd bring somebody funny. else in. It's yeah. still funny. Uh-huh. But, but, you know, there's still more recent things he did than uh, From Here to Eternity. You use some, another well-known old man. You could use like Rodney Dangerfield or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's my biggest uh, gripe in this. Uh, I'm waiting to see another uh, chalkboard gag. Yes. Hopefully we get another one missing soon. That, missing that. Yep. But I love this episode. This is a great episode. I, I think it's it's super funny. Um, I love the way Homer makes fun of Bart. Uh, everybody <laughs> makes fun of Bart. The Wiener Patrol. <laughs> so good. Uh-huh. So good. Uh, yeah, man, there's just a lot of good jokes in here. The squishy part of it, the whole thing. I like your pixie drink. But of course, Millhouse. Broadway. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is a 4.5 uh, donut episode. It is not in my top 20, but if it's on TV, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I would say it would be my top 25, maybe. 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 It's in there. Mm-hmm. It's up there. Good episode. Just for the the legend of the squishy on this one. Yes. <laughs> the kids on a sugar bender. Yeah, that's so good. And, and Lisa's kind of uh, harsh in this episode. Yeah, too. I mean, like she's in she's not encouraging Bart to uh, try to do something good for himself and yeah. stay in the junior campers. She's actually calling him a what do you say? A, what a, a geek? Yeah, a geek. Mm-hmm. Making him feel like a nerd yep. because he joined the junior campers. That's very uncharacteristic of Lisa. Yep. But I guess uh, after years of being hey man, bullied by Bart, there you go. He earns it every night. And Homer was particularly gross in this one. Oh God, yes. So, but yeah, a solid, solid, solid episode. Really, really like this. Mm-hmm. So, is there anything you'd like to share with our audience before we leave this today? Um. No, just, you know, everybody keep being safe. Get your Christmas shopping out of the way if you haven't already. Yep. Remember, ship it early because you never know. Yep. If you're going to send it somewhere, send it early. Send it early. You never know what's going to happen with our mail system. (laughs) And until next time, au revoir, suckers.